0: Hallelujah in the blood of the Lamb, great is your name, greatly to be praised. Come on, 30 more seconds of just unadulterated worship. He's worthy, come on, come on, come on, that's it. Hallelujah, 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 come on, let's just cleanse ourselves of the world, let's just cleanse ourselves from everything we've had to deal with today. Let's just cleanse our thoughts, cleanse our minds. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. Come on. Come on in. 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 Hallelujah. Bless the Lord of my soul. And all that is within me, bless us, holy name. Bless us, bless us, bless us, bless us. Share this with somebody. Father, we just thank you, we just praise you. Have your way in this moment, have your way in this space. Give us our victory back, hallelujah. Give somebody their victory back, give somebody their joy back, give somebody their peace back. I've come to snatch it back tonight in the name of of jesus that it be brought back to them right now according to the word of god be it unto them according to the word let's just put our hands together and give the lord some glory in this place hallelujah 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 bless the lord on my soul listen thank you for joining the liberty christian church international broadcast my name is pastor lewis johnson and i want to thank you for taking out uh some time out of your busy schedule to join us for our Wednesday impact bible study i know that god's got a word for you you and you, I want you to share this feed with somebody in their family. It's time for you to get your victory back. Somebody in your family, somebody in your circle needs to hear this word. We're going to be dealing with victory lap over the next few weeks. I want to declare unto you that you are a victorious child of God, that you are an heir of God and joint heir with Christ, and that nothing is impossible for you. Let's go to the word of God right now. Without further ado, I want to go to 1 Chronicles chapter 29, verse 11. we got to run through some scriptures tonight. You know how we do it on Wednesday night. I want to take my time. And kind of dig through some scriptures as we build this uh, teaching line upon line, precept upon precept. Amen. First Chronicles 29 in your iPads, in your iPhones, in your galaxies or wherever you uh, read the word of God or if you have a traditional Bible, open that Bible up. First Chronicles twenty Let's go to the word. It says, Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. For all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted above all. For the reading of the word, we say amen. In the natural, a victory lap is a ceremonial lap around a racetrack or athletic field by the winner of a race. However, in the spirit, it is a declaration of triumph based on the prophetic, predictive, projected, outcomes in scripture. And as we go through this lesson, I want you to put the scripture in the feed for those who are going to come back and watch the recap. In this verse, the word victory in the Hebrew is vanhantazak, vanhantazak, meaning imminence, enduring, everlastingness, and perpetuity. Jesus is the victory. He transcends and surpasses all and is able to conquer and subdue all things to himself. And his victories are incontestable and uncontrollable. Hear that again. And his victories are incontestable and uncontrollable. And for those who are in Christ Jesus, the victory is yours. I want to walk you through when the victory was won, how it was bestowed, and the manner of which it should be emanated in your character, your attitude, and in your spirit. Not only, child of God, are you favored. Not only are the odds great for you to win, not only is it a landslide, hallelujah, but since the devil is already defeated, you can actually take your victory lap right now. Hallelujah. You can take your victory lap in advance. You can live in total victory, not now, not later, but now. Hallelujah. Based on what Christ has given to us. In essence, you don't have to wait until the battle is over. You can shout right now. I hear somebody giving God a hallelujah praise right there. Come on, shout hallelujah. Some may say, well, what about the scripture that says, and he that endures to the end shall be saved? In Matthew 24, 13. Yes, that particular verse, Jesus speaks to those living in the last days. It means to stay the course until the end of your life. In other words, take your faith to the grave with you. Some individuals have received a great victory by transitioning from this life in Christ to uh, another life. Many people have gone on to a greater victory. For to be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord, leaving this earthly life and moving into their heavenly life. There are different types of victory. Some have experienced temporary failure or setbacks that give you the necessary experience to obtain a greater victory later. There are small victories that are won on this side. We get to experience victorious milestones here and there like graduating from high school or graduating from college. Some might say your first job or your promotion are occasions to celebrate. You're right. Or the birth of a child or your first house are reasons to celebrate a victory. All that stuff is great and noteworthy. However, I believe that it's important for us to praise God for the victory that we have in Christ Jesus. Not only in the retrospective view of the cross, the burial, the resurrection, but the sitting down of Christ at the right hand of the father, which becomes the curtain call for the enemy. In light of this, we can take a moment and recognize what Christ did for us now. Somebody say now. You don't have to wait until Sundays, but every day is an opportunity to rejoice in the God of your salvation. Hallelujah. Because every day becomes an occasion of celebration. David, after he experienced a taste of victory, penned Psalm 34, where he says, I will bless the Lord. Y'all know it. At all times. Come on. His praises shall what? Continually be in my mouth. When you realize who your God is and when you accept Christ, then you accept the pre-established, unfiltered victory designated to those who believe. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. I want to read that in the New King James Version. Hebrews chapter 12. Verse two, you know, in the household, uh, the man brews the coffee. You know that? Did you know that? Yeah. Over there in Hebrews, just, 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 a, little, just a little quick joke. <laughs> uh, Hebrews 12 and two, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, come on, despising the shame and has set down at the right hand of the throne of God. The Amplify says, who for the joy of accomplishing the goal set before him endured the cross, disregarding the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, my God, revealing his deity, his authority, and the completion of his work. I want somebody to put that scripture in the feed, Hebrews 12 and two. Hebrews 12 and two paints a supernatural picture regarding Jesus's victory lap who has ascended back into heaven and is sat down at the right hand of God. The right hand of God denotes authority and influence. Theologically, God is so supreme. God is so strategic. God is so premeditated and tactical that he separated himself into three parts. One part as father to create and establish the second part as Christ to conquer and rule. And the third part as the Holy ghost to teach and empower scripturally, When Jesus sits down at the right hand of God, it denotes three significant things in the realm of the spirit. I want you all to write these down. Number one, he completes his earthly conquest by putting on flesh in the form of a man, comes to teach, comes to train, to set an example, to be mocked, to be criticized, beaten, and to die. He accomplishes all of that in 33 and a half years. Not only that, but he also conquered the enemy on the grounds of humanity. Come on, stay with me, y'all. Standing for all men, the one, Jesus Christ, took the keys. Somebody begin to just snatch the keys back. He took the keys of hell and death and the grave. Not only that, but rose from the dead with all power in his hands. In accordance with Hebrews chapter nine, verse 12, put that scripture in the feed and it reads, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place. My God, once and for all, having obtained eternal redemption. That's Hebrews chapter nine, verse 12. Jesus is taking his victory lap. Number two, when Christ sits down, his sitting down at the right hand means that he becomes the one who reigns. First Peter 3, declares who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God. Angels and authorities and powers having been made subject to him. That's first Peter chapter three, verse 22. Number three, his sitting down moves us into the next dispensation. Follow me now in the Holy Ghost of the spirit, because not long after he sits down, an upper room becomes ground zero for a next level explosion called Pentecost. Somebody say Pentecost. The spirit of God is released and the foundational tenets of the church are revealed. He sits down, but we stand up. Christ sits down, But the power stands up. Y'all ain't talking back. He sits down, but the victory stands up. Now that you understand the finished work of what Christ has initiated, I want to give you a few principles for victorious living. First principle when your mind changes, the narrative changes. Put that in the feed, somebody who's watching the broadcast now. When your mind changes, your narrative changes. Let's go to Romans chapter 12, verse two, Romans chapter 12, verse two, in the King James says, and be not conformed. Y'all know it to this world, but be ye what transformed by the renewing of your what mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The mind is the place for you to change. Once you make a decision to walk in divine victory, unchained by stigmas, unbound by categories, unscathed by lies and liberated by love, then the things concerning your life will shift. Your direction changes. Come on, stay with me. Your goals change. Your thought process will change. The way you process information changes. The way you handle business changes, which in turn changes your end result. The bad news is that you will have to challenge systematic thinking and the negative mentality that plagues our society. But the good news is that once folks notice your life alterations and notice the change in your trajectory, your attitude becomes contagious and your change in altitude becomes obvious and infectious. Second principle, when you accept Christ, your position shifts. When you accept Christ, your position shifts. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2, verses 5 and 6, reading it from the King James. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 5 and 6, and it reads, Even when we were dead in sins, my God, so powerful, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved. Verse 6 says, And raised us up together, watch this, and made us sit together where? In the heavenly places, in who? In Christ Jesus has raised us up together and made us sit together where? In heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So if Christ is sat down at the right hand of God and we are seated together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that means we are seated with the same level of victory by God and authority that Christ possesses heaven in heaven here on earth. Romans eight seventeen. put that in the feed. Calls us heirs of God. Romans eight seventeen. We are heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus. You are the, of the imperial lineage of righteousness, child of God, and spiritual sibling to Jesus. Declare this out loud. I have a new position, and I am seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Say it again. I have a new position, mm-hmm, and I am seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You were seated in a dark place. Mm. You were seated outside the court. Stay with me. You were seated in Lodibar, in a place of desolation, a place of unhappiness, despair, a place of anguish, a place of gloom, dejection and rejection. But my God, when we came into Christ, we are moved from the outside of the camp through the inner court past the inner court, my God, past the outer court, past the inner court and into the holies of holies. We now have access to the mercy seat for those who understand the Ark of the Covenant. Now we can come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and find help in the time of need. Third principle, you must begin to vocalize your victory daily. Somebody say vocalize my victory. You must begin to articulate your supernatural position and make a pronouncement to your problem. This bad report will not faze me. Why? I'm a child of victory. This windy turbulence will not make me lose my focus. Why? I'm a child of victory. Come on, stay with me. This negative, noisy nuisance will not change my confession. Why? I'm a child of victory. Some of you may have allowed certain seasons, watch this, certain issues, and certain phases to stay past their expiration date, huh? Oh, watch out, Because you have not opened up your mouth and vocalized your victory. I'll say it again. Some of you all are in seasons. Phases are in issues right now past your expiration date because you have not opened up your mouth and vocalized your victory. Start legislating your victory right now. Start saying it out loud for your issues to hear who you are. In this season and in this moment, you must recognize who you are. And once you realize who you are, then some things become unacceptable to you. Anything that does not line up to scripture, consequently, will not line up with you. You are spirit. You are born again. You are a royal priesthood, a peculiar people, a holy nation. You have the power to bind and to loose. I feel my help coming on here. You have the power to accept and allow. And whatever comes against your victorious lifestyle, your victorious mindset, your victorious way of existence, you can refuse to let it rule someone type that in the feed I refuse to let it rule. I refuse to let it rule. I refuse to allow a defeated mindset, a defeated attitude, a defeated personality. I refuse to communicate with a defeated vocabulary. Come on, y'all. I refuse to move with a defeated character about myself. I will not allow a defeated self-view to become my truth, regardless of your ethnic background, regardless of your gender, your age. All of us in Christ share the same common denominator. We are all victorious. We are surrounded and fenced in by triumph. My truth, your truth, is what God says about me. And the ransom that Christ paid in full has become my victory. Let's go to Psalm 92 and 4. Let's go to Psalm 92 and 4, reading it out of the King James. Put, put it in the feed. It says, for thou, Lord, has made me glad through thy work. I will triumph in the works of of thy hands, my God, glory to God, I feel a praise right there, I will triumph in the works of thy hands, you can take a victory lap in the middle of your storm because you already have the victory you can dance in your dilemma you can run in the rain you can praise in the problem you can worship in the warfare you can shout in the storm and you can clap in the catastrophe my god because you have the victory first john five and four there it is again another scripture It says in the Amplified, 1 John 5 and 4, I hope y'all are following, I hope I'm not going too fast here, but it says in 1 John 5 and 4, for everyone born of God is victorious and overcomes the world, come on, and this is the victory that has conquered and overcome the world, our continuing, persistent faith in Jesus, the Son of God. All of your victories will not be televised or publicized. I heard rumors that some fights were actually fixed, which means that there was a selected winner before the fight began. Sometimes God will sit you in a fixed fight, not God. Sometimes God will sit you in a fixed fight in private and all you have to do is come out swinging and play your role. Someone typed that in the feed. I'm in a fixed fight. Yeah, uh huh. I'm in a fixed fight. Doesn't matter what round you're in, it's a fixed fight. You might feel like you're about to lose. Hallelujah. But Christ has already won for us. Jesus has already won the heavyweight championship title match according to Colossians 2 15. Let's go there. And it reads, having spoiled principalities and powers, my God, he made a show of them openly triumphing over them in it, Colossians 2.15, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, openly, went to the devil's turf and defeated them openly, come on, triumphing over them in it, Jesus whooped every single satanic principality, every power, and every spirit of the devil, somebody say it's already done, come on, declare it out loud, it's already done, Now, let me challenge you. According to Matthew 6, 24, no one can serve two masters. Hear me now in the Holy Ghost. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other. Hear the word of the Lord. Listen to this. You cannot be victorious and depressed at the same time. You cannot be victorious in dealing with panic attacks simultaneously. Either you are going to live a triumphant life or not. Come on, hear me now. Either you are going to accept what Christ did for you or not. Either you are going forward or you are going backward. It's got to be one way or the other. James 1 and 8 says a double minded man is what? Unstable in all of his ways. There are some things that you need to make a decision on regarding the direction of your life. Make a decision tonight. Settle it in your spirit tonight. Either I'm going to live in victory and honor or I'm going to live in defeat and destitution. You cannot be both. Whichever decision you make tonight, then be that. Stick with it. Make a proclamation aloud. I choose to live a victorious kingdom life. Come on, I'm heavy into declaration. Say it again. I choose to live a victorious kingdom life. Understand this, that living victoriously means your focus is not on everyone else in the race with you. Lord, have mercy. You are to be focused on your stride. You are to be focused on your stamina. You are to be focused on the finish line itself. I've never seen someone running in a relay race full speed and looking over to their left. Or looking over to their right to see where everyone else is. Or looking to find fault in everyone else's progress. Hear me now. Stay with me. Looking for a glitch in someone else's testimony. Uh-oh. Looking for a dent in someone else's armor. uh Your focus should be on the goal, which is what? The finish line. Focus on yourself. He that hath begun a good work in you shall complete it, even until the day of Jesus Christ. Somebody shall finish. It's not how you start, but it's how you finish. Somebody declare finish. You might have had a flat tire on the race of life. That's okay. Get it fixed and get back on track. Somebody shout finish. Sometimes in this race of life, you have to jump over hurdles. Come on. I hope y'all hearing this thing right here. This is revelation. Sometimes you'll face challenges and overcome agony. Some runners experience leg cramps, ankle sprains and other injuries during the race. But we all must find the strength to get over every snare, every ploy, every trap, and every scheme of the enemy. Hurdles are tricky. And to get over them, you must utilize simple but powerful plyometric movement that combines the raw power of a jump with increased demands on rhythm and coordination. In the realm of the spirit, hear this. Your timing has to be right in cadence with your momentum. If you misjudge a jump over a hurdle... You will not only miss the mark, but you will injure yourself. Mm. Learn how to see the challenge before it's too late to jump. It's too late to pray. (laughs) It's never too late to pray, but you don't want to wait till the last minute either. What hurdles have you had to jump over? Some of you have had to jump over abuse. Some of you have had to jump over being misunderstood. For others, you've had to jump over toxic relationships. Come on, stay with me. Suicidal thoughts. Thoughts of jealousy. For some, you've had to overcome bodily sickness. But here's a fact. You ready? You're still here. <laughs> Lord have mercy. You are still here. Somebody give God i I'm still here, praise. You are still here. Regardless of all the hurdles that you had to overcome, you're still here. Let's go to Psalm 41:11. I'm getting ready to close this thing out. Psalm 41, 11 says, by this, I know that thou favorest me because my enemy does not triumph over me. My enemy does not triumph over me, regardless of what you are going through. The enemy will not triumph over you. I need y'all to say that and lift your hands and declare, regardless of what I'm going through, the enemy will not triumph over over me. Hallelujah. Walk in your favor. Walk in your victory. Run your victory lap. And the good news is that there is nothing the devil can do about it. Lord, have mercy. I dare you to get up and walk the floor right now. This is your victory lap. It's all right to give God a praise. It's all right to clap your hands. Get up and walk the floor right now. This is your victory lap. Somebody open up your mouth and give God and I've got the victory praise. Come on. Come on and thank him for the victory. Hallelujah. You Come on, give on yet. We triumph praise in everything. Give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. The victory belongs to Jesus and the victory belongs to you. This is your victory lap. Give God a 30 second praise right there. This is your time of victory. This is your time of triumph. This is your time to overcome. I decree and I declare prophetically that everybody tuned in to this broadcast that everything concerning your life is going to come into divine alignment concerning you. Everything regarding your family is going to come into divine alignment with you. Come on, open up your mouth and give God a victory praise. This is your victory lap. I've come to remind you that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You can run through troops. You can leap over walls. You can do the impossible. because if God God be for you. He's more than the world against you. I feel a preacher coming on now. I declare unto you today that from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, that victory is within you. That victory is within your grasp. That victory is even in your mouth. Begin to speak those things that be not as though they were. I feel this in the Holy Ghost. I declare now the victory of Jesus Christ to be among you. To be surrounding you. To be in your home. To be in your place of worship. To be in your place of employment. I Declare now in the name of Jesus that the victory, hallelujah, is already yours. Lord, I thank you, I praise you, I honor you, I give you glory for this word as the first installment of this series called Victory Lab. There's somebody tuned in tonight, you're really not sure about your victory, you're really not sure about things concerning your life, you're really not sure about things. Concerning your calling or concerning your destiny, but deep calleth unto deep even now. And I call that woman of God to the forefront. I call that man of God to the forefront. That you will come forth with boldness, that you will come forth with clarity, that you will come forth with wisdom that you would come forth with insight. I feel this in the Holy Ghost, that you would come forth, hallelujah, with courage, that you would come forth with truth, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Lift your hands wherever you are, Father, in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare now that the victory of Jesus Christ (laughs) has already been won. The victory of the throne has already been declared and established in the heavenly realms. And so, Father, tonight, those that that are logged in via broadcast all over social media. I thank you that victory will begin to rain down in their lives, even as they start running their victory lap. Hallelujah. I thank you. I believe. I receive. They believe. They receive. Heaven is backing us up. Angelic assistance is on its way. I decree blessings. I decree favor that who you are will be exactly who God has called you to be. Victory, V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. It is yours tonight. Every broken place be brought. Be healed. Be delivered. Be set free. Thank you, Father God, that the victory of Jesus Christ right now is being released. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Yeah, put a praise on it. Put a praise on it. Hallelujah. Put a praise on it. I feel victory being reestablished in your life. I feel victory reinventing who you are. Hallelujah. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. I pronounce you free. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Hallelujah. Take a moment and just worship. Take a moment and just be free from every obstacle, every hurdle you've had to overcome. Be free from everything, trying to drown out your praise, trying to drown out your worship. Yes, yes, yes. Come on, reestablish yourself in the kingdom now. I am a child of God. I am an heir of God and joint heir with Jesus. I am an ambassador for Christ. I am victorious. I am who God says I am. I can do what God says I do. I am a believer and not a doubter. This word works for me. Hallelujah, I am the head and not the tail. I am above only and not beneath. Come on, open up your mouth. I am the lender and not the borrower. Blessed in the city, blessed in the field, going out and coming in. Hallelujah, I stand under the shadow of the Almighty. Christ has already won the victory. And as because Jesus wins, so do I. As Jesus wins, so do we. And so Father God, I thank you for this moment. I pray that those that are linked in will be blessed from this day forward. Every crooked place line now, become straight. Hey, in Jesus' name, every dark place be lit by the light of the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. If there's any sin, we repent now. Come on, begin to repent of sin. Begin to repent of sin. I lay it down on the altar. I know it wasn't right. I know that God, you weren't pleased with this. I lay it down on the altar right now I walk away from it right now I repent and I turn from it Hallelujah I turn from it Glory to God Now begin to pick up your victory You put that down, now pick up your victory Pick up your peace, Hallelujah Pick up your joy (laughs) Pick up your anointing, yes Lord Pick up that prophetic mantle Pick up that voice back Pick up that worship back Pick up that praise back I'm taking it back tonight Yes Lord the victory is yours. If you want to link into this ministry, you might do so by going to lccimd.org. Hallelujah. I feel the glory of the Lord still moving in our midst. My God, somebody's being touched. Yokes are being destroyed in somebody's life. I don't know who you are, but yokes are being destroyed. I feel chains. I hear chains breaking off of somebody's mind, somebody's soul. You've been down for so long, you've been crying for so long. But I declare now that tonight is your coming out night. Into your place of victory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. If you want to sow tonight, I want to challenge you to do so. The Bible says, He that giveth to the Lord shall be blessed, good measure. Shaken together and running over shall men give unto your bosom. As you sow sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. And so I'm praying tonight that those of you who have it in your heart to give would do so. Go ahead and give. You can give via Cash App at LCCIMD. You can also give at lccimd.org slash give. Why won't you pray about sowing a seed tonight? If you've been blessed by the word of God and you've come to a new place, a shift is taking place in your soul, a shift is taking place in your mindset, you might go ahead. Tonight is your night to put a seed on the word that you have received tonight. But guess what? We're still running our victory lap. Come back next week. We're going to run another victory lap. I need you to know that this is going to liberate some people tonight. The victory lap. You can run it now. You've already got it. God bless you. This is Pastor Johnson. I'm signing off until next week. God bless you also to our Pastor Thomas. Could will be back on Sunday morning at 1130 a.m. Stay with us. Link in with us. Connect with us. We're going places in Jesus' name. Thanks for joining. God bless you.